What's good, good people? It's your boy Conker Jones coming at you with another episode of the Comfort Zone. <laughs> and we are on Random Thoughts Three. Um, I don't even know what to say. You know, like uh, I know I'm supposed to be keeping a schedule with this, but for right now, uh, as much as I'm as much as the schedule I'm, I'm going to keep. Is posting two episodes uh, per week. You'll get Monday Motivation, and then you'll get my supposedly Thursday or Saturday episode, Thursday, Friday, or Saturday episode, <laughs> you know. Um, we'll get it together eventually, but I think right now, um, with everything that's on my plate, I think I'm more concerned about just making sure you get two episodes a week, and... <clears throat> As we get used to that, as I uh, start mellowing out some other things, we'll have uh, live episodes. Uh, we'll have uh, more than two episodes a week because uh, eventually I'm going to move the Thursday episode to Wednesday so I can give you three episodes a week. You'll get Monday Motivation. You'll get uh, an episode on Wednesday, and then you'll get Friday because I do want to bring back this episode I started on my comfort zone YouTube page, which I may even revamp that uh, just because uh, whatever I talk about on the comfort zone, I want to keep a little bit separate from what I do with my business. Like, uh, and I'm still trying to figure that out. And that's one of the things that's been kind of catching me up this week is uh, like designing a new logo and praying over this uh, new direction that I'm taking my business in. Uh, it's something that I've tried to start before so far as a production company. Uh, but this time, I decided to give it back to who gave it to me as I'm doing with a lot of things in life. I'm not perfect by a long shot. I have so many flaws. It's ridiculous. Uh, and it seems like a losing battle trying to overcome those flaws. And, you know, I think uh, one thing that separates uh, the winners from the losers is that the winners continue to get back up no matter how much they feel defeated and the losers just give in and say they'll never accomplish those things. Me, I used to always consider myself a loser because I have so many flaws and so many that are undefeated, but I know I wake up every day with some of those flaws feeling like I'll conquer them this time. So from that mindset, I'm a winner. And if you're like that to where you wake up every day and at least put forth some type of effort to overcome something that you know you don't need in, in your life anymore, and you continue waking up every day believing that you will overcome it, that makes you a winner and you're just still running your race. You just haven't crossed the finish line yet. It takes some of us longer to cross the finish line because we run in marathons. We ain't running sprints. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah, we got plans for the comfort zone. Uh my new production company, i um, been trying to get the, uh, for some reason, I'm not able to uh, get an employee identification number with that. That way I can go ahead and uh, do some other things with it, like uh, go ahead and uh, get a business license, then eventually get a uh, business account for it. You know, I'm taking this a whole lot more serious than I did last time, like, uh any work that goes through this company uh, or any work that I do will go through this production company. Even from now on, well, as soon as I get everything legit, all the production I do, any photo that I take, any uh, audio that I record, 
anything that I shoot, anything that I do whatsoever that has to do with uh, what anybody could consider production, even when it comes to some type of graphic design or whatever, all of it is going to go through my production company. It's not going to go through me anymore. Uh, and I'll be advertising <laughs> my production company on other things that I'm going to be diving into as well. You know, the way I'm taking everything now, while I'm in school for almost another two years, I'm loving what I'm going to school for, but you're still thinking about me being in school for almost another two years, uh, three if I decide to take up a certificate program, an associate's degree after this. Because, you know, for those of you who don't know, I'm getting a bachelor's degree in digital cinematography. You know, uh, if I decide to go to the same school I'm going to and take up uh, audio production as well, which will also help when it comes to my production company, as well as uh, me being a director, a filmographer, or whatever you want to call it, uh, so far as making sure we get the right sound, learning how to EQ properly. You know, uh, <laughs> talking about another three years in school, like I won't actually be finished with school until the end of 2025. But everything I'm doing until that point is basically me just uh, warming up the waters. You know what I'm saying? I'm getting a water boiling and then once I graduate that's when we go ahead and add all that other stuff to go ahead and make the gumbo so you're gonna see me dibbling and dabbling to a lot of things and it's all going to be to where if uh some major production company don't look doesn't see me when I graduate as being cream of the crop I'll have enough going to where I can hit the ground running with everything you know because I'm gonna be so used to uh, the majority of my days being tied up doing something else other than work and family that I'm going to need uh, something to pay attention to. So that's what's going on with that. And I can't believe I've been talking for about six minutes about this. But then again, it's random thoughts, right? Uh, speaking of random thoughts, uh, I had this saying that I wrote down that really stood out to me. And one of the things that, uh, well, one thing it says is it's like, you're going to go through pain no matter what you do in life. But it's up to you on whether that pain is proactive or reactive. What I mean is this. Those who eat healthy on a regular basis, uh, especially the ones who used to not eat healthy, but those who eat healthy daily, who work out daily, who refrain from drugs, who refrain from alcohol, who refrain from cigarettes, especially if they once had this addiction, um, they understand exactly what I mean about uh, proactive pain. You know what I'm saying? Because even staying consistent with something like that, you get used to it, but it's not easy. You know, it's extremely difficult. And for some reason, I've been on both sides, even though more recently I'm on the reactive side and I'm trying to get back to being proactive. Uh, proactively taking care of your body is pain in itself. It's suffering in its own kind, but it's suffering to make sure that you live a lot longer, that you're able to breathe better, that you're able to move around faster, that you're able to actually be healthier, as opposed to reactive pain to where you're not caring about what you do 
what you put in your body and then your body starts shutting down on you. I'm at that point now to where my body is trying to shut down on me. Um 355 pounds my legs are telling me on a regular basis bro you need to get this weight off of you uh and i think like a couple of days ago i had a scare which it wasn't necessarily a really really bad scare you know i told you i have uh i have panic and anxiety attacks even though i haven't had one in a while but over the past week i felt like i was getting ready to have panic and anxiety attacks because i've had a lot of stuff on my mind and I ended up leaving work early to go to the doctor from panic and anxiety attacks, come to find out, uh, you know, my uh, heart palpitations that I was having where my heart wouldn't stop racing for like hours. Uh, <laughs> funny thing is that the doctor told me that every now and then my heart was pumping an extra heartbeat. While that may sound cool, that's not a good thing. Uh, but it's all according to the lifestyle that I chose of being lazy outside of work, not doing anything, not exercising, not this, not that, smoking and everything like that. And I said, I don't drink as much as I used to, but even uh, drinking to a certain extent has its play on that. So I've been trying to get back. Well, I've made up my mind that I'm going to get back to the proactive pain instead of the reactive pain because the proactive pain prevents the reactive pain the proactive suffering prevents the reactive suffering you're going to suffer one way or another you know what i'm saying don't think that the people who you see who are have their lives together according to how you see it aren't suffering you know what i'm saying it you suffer denying yourselves things that you really truly enjoy but you know they're not good for you. That in itself is some kind of suffering. The only thing about that is that it's also discipline too, and it does make you stronger. Whereas on the other hand, when you're indulging in everything and you're allowing your body to tell you, hey, <laughs> you need to chill out, you know, that's that's putting you in the early grave. So you have two types of suffering, you have two types of pain. One extends your life and one shortens your life. Which one matters the most to you? You know what I'm saying? That's what I want you to think about. Which one matters the most to you? Um, something else that's been going on my mind, going through my mind, is how a lot of us walk around feeling like we don't belong, feeling like no one cares, feeling like no one understands us. And something I'm telling myself as well as I'm telling you is they're not supposed to. <laughs> you know, they're not supposed to care. They're not supposed to uh, understand you. That's not their mission in life. That's not their assignment in life uh, is to understand where you're coming from or to care about how you feel about anything that you're going through. True enough, we all want somebody to be there. But let's cut it. Let's get down to the brass tags. Um, I went for a walk last night as me being proactive and in that walk, I realized that the reason why I work out, which is going to motivate me to work out more, I realized that the reason why I work out is to get a lot of stuff off of my chest, to handle and deal with all the stresses and worries and problems of the day and leave it on the track, leave it in the weight room, leave it in the exercise that I've done, 
You know what I'm saying? That's where I got all my frustration out. <laughs> and we finna really get back to that. But in the process, when I was thinking about this, um, uh, especially with having a conversation with my lady as well that added to it, is the only way you're concerned about people who aren't there for you, the only way you're concerned about you feeling like you don't belong or you not doing this or you not being included in that is because you're not doing what you should be doing. You're too worried about what's going on in everybody else's lives that you can't focus on your own. And sometimes it takes, like me, I don't deal with Facebook a lot anymore because Facebook is just like, I mean, I don't know. I don't deal with Facebook a lot because it brings me down. I said it does that for everybody. But when you're trying to get to where everybody else is at, sometimes seeing where they are can hinder your progress instead of encouraging it, you know. So for a while, I stopped dealing with Facebook specifically because of that and just because it's like a continuous, perpetuous cycle on Facebook to where uh, you continuously see the same thing happening over and over and over again. Any any topic that pops up, it's going to be all over Facebook, all over Twitter, all over whatever. You're going to hear everybody talking about it. Everybody got their same viewpoint, you know, and it seems like people are just going around in circles continuously. And I had to break myself from that. I had to get to the point to where I'm more concerned about what I need to do with my own life instead of worried, being worried about keeping up with the next man. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I'm actually happy that things have happened the way that they've happened. Uh, but again, it brings me back to the point of saying uh, you have to be more focused on what you're doing for yourself. And if you're more focused on what you're doing for yourself to better yourself, then you won't have any time to be worried or concerned about what anybody else is doing. That's just straight up facts. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So if you're feeling lonely, if you're feeling like nobody cares, if you're feeling like you don't belong wherever you're at, if you're feeling like you don't fit, if you're feeling like you're not being included, then you need to find something to occupy your time. You need to get busy. You need to get to work. You need to take some of those ideas and start putting them into action because once you start focusing on what you need to focus on, what everybody else is focusing on won't matter. You know? And it's time to really take that into consideration that the fact that you're the problem, that I'm the problem, that we're too worried about not being included, that we're too worried about not fitting in, that we're too concerned about what everybody else has going on who seems popular and blah, blah, blah. This is this. You know, this is a funny thing uh, that crossed my mind earlier today. I used to, when I was young, I knew, well, I'm going to tell you straight up like this. I have the power now to become a celebrity, period. I know I can do it. It's not going to take a whole lot of hard work like people think it is. And as overly confident as I may sound, I know I have all the tools necessary to become a celebrity, I have the looks, I have the talent, I can be charming enough when I want to be, and I'm just real enough, tell just enough of the truth to stand out from everybody else. I have my own swag. It ain't swag like everybody else's, but I have my own swag, you know what I'm saying? And it's enough for me to make it all the way to the top. That being said, I used to really want to be a celebrity, but then I think about how celebrities do not have control over their lives anymore. It looks like they do. 
But in reality, they have to do everything that they do for the people. The second they step out of doing everything they do for the people, the people attack them. You know, so being a celebrity ain't necessarily in the cards for me. And I won't, I'm saying that specifically because all these people that you're looking up to, and this is something that my lady did remind me of last night. Uh, all these people that you're looking up to, all these people who look like they got it together, I guarantee you that they're struggling too. I guarantee you that they're going through some mess too. But they're just not showing it and not posting it. You know, so don't sit up here and think that their life is better than yours just because they have a few materialistic things that you want. It's truth be told, their life could be a whole lot worse. You know, because the things with the thing about it is when you get to that level of where you're keeping up, you have to continue keeping up, period. You know, so understand that you're in a position that you're in for a reason and you need to quit worrying about everybody else and start focusing on getting your life together no matter how long it takes. Do whatever you got to do to do it. If that means getting off of social media, fine. That means getting away from your friends and family, fine. If that means moving into a completely different location to see what you're really made of, then you do that. But start focusing on you because that's the only reason why you're feeling lonely. That and you need to start praying and giving it to God, which I'm not going to sit up here and sugarcoat and hide that anymore. I don't care about your feelings. I don't care if you don't believe in God. But on my channel, in my house, we do. You know what I'm saying? So you need to start praying. Start seeking God. God got answers for you. You just have to know how to look for them. And you have to understand this, that even serving God don't come without sacrifice. Even believing in God don't come without sacrifice. There's nothing in this world that's free. People say salvation is free. Salvation ain't free. Salvation comes with a sacrifice salvation comes with suffering but it comes with proactive suffering that leads to eternal life in heaven and i'm gonna say it like that because that's what i believe in don't matter what you believe in anymore anybody else who comes on this channel they're gonna be people who have to save minds i don't want the ones who will listen to me one time the people who come from now on are gonna be the people who stay period those are the ones that i'm speaking this for People just like me. And there's a lot of us out there. On top of all of that, we're getting to the point now to where we're really starting to believe in our own capabilities, which is a pretty dangerous spot for anybody else because we've had so many people hold us down. And we're no longer worrying about your feelings. We're no longer worrying about how you feel because we spend the majority of our lives considering how everybody else feels and it's torn us down every single day time but now me and the people like me we out for hours and if you ain't somebody like me you should be worried because you know we're just good enough to get it period <laughs> I don't know man it's just been a lot of stuff going on um, and I guess the rest of everything is like I don't want to sit up here and talk about this, but, you know, it is something to think about when it comes to relationships, which is another thing I want to focus on with this channel. We talk about the whole Kiki Palmer situation. Um, everybody is praising Kiki Palmer, saying she's a celebrity. Uh, that's the celebrity lifestyle. Uh, everybody's saying that the dude is insecure. Well, not everybody, but you have a lot of, especially a lot of black women saying the dude is insecure. 
Kiki's going to come home to her, blah, blah, blah. This is this. I saw the video. I looked at it just to see what people was talking about. To be honest, me, if I was in that type of lifestyle, I wouldn't have been so upset about uh, how Usher was up on it because it really wasn't that bad from my perspective. <laughs> it wasn't that bad at all from my perspective. That's uh, what you call the perils of entertainment, I guess. You just chalk that up to being an entertainer. Um, the only thing I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I didn't like is Kiki having the cheeks out. Don't get me wrong. Cheeks look good. <laughs> you know, I'm a man. Even though I'm a man of God, I'm still a man. You know what I'm saying? Don't get me wrong, the cheeks look good. But I know good and well that no matter how popular or how famous or how much of a celebrity my woman is, I wouldn't want my woman showing off her cheeks like that. You know what I'm saying? That's the main problem that I had with that. You know, even my lady said, well, that's the style, that's the fashion, that's what's in now. And it is a style. It is a fashion, it is what's in now. But that don't mean that she should still have her cheeks out. And there's this little thing that a lot of us tend to uh, forget about when it comes to relationship. And it's called mutual respect. You know, um... this is where I feel like social media damages uh, the household. It is because you have a lot of situations to where the validation on social media and the validation from a bunch of people you barely even know succeeds the validation that you should be getting in your relationship or the respect that you should be showing in your relationship. You know, truth be told, uh, the way I see it is like these two are in a relationship. If you didn't like seeing her dress like that, she shouldn't have went out like that. Not because of some traditional type stuff or him trying to belittle her or whatever. All these excuses black women have uh, for saying he shouldn't be concerned about that. It's just for the fact that you want to know that the person that you're with has your back, and wants to make you feel comfortable with them. A lot of relationships fail for that specific reason right there is that they don't feel like the other person has their back and that the other person respects their choices or what makes them comfortable and what would make them happier in a relationship, you know, especially when it comes to something that the woman is doing that the man doesn't like, you know. That's how it goes and that's not just a black or white thing um that's pretty much in every single that's not just a black thing that's pretty much in every single race but i mean the whole situation with kiki palmer is like one it's not that serious the way usher was up on it really wasn't that serious two i feel like if she really respected her boyfriend baby daddy whoever he is fiance then she wouldn't have had the cheeks out for the whole world to see because as a man uh we're very territorial even the soft ones who don't really say anything we're very, very, very territorial, you know. So if I tell you I don't like you having your cheeks out, when I tell you the dress that you're wearing out is too short, especially if you're wearing it when I ain't there and you don't listen to me and you keep not listening to me, we're going to start having some serious problems, period. It may not be right in front of your face, but I guarantee you, you're going to know that something's changed inside of me because you don't value my perspective and I'm not trying to belittle you or shame you as a woman or anything like that I just know how men are and I know 
that how you dress attracts a whole lot of attention. And it ain't got nothing to do, yeah, I trust you. <laughs> but it's a lot out there. You know what I'm saying? And at any given moment, somebody can catch you at the right time and say the right words. And it'll just plant a seed inside of your head that can lead to so much stuff. And whether you want to agree to it or not, it is because of how you dress. You know what I'm saying? Um, that's really about it. We almost, uh, we got like four or five minutes left before we reach the 30-minute time frame. You know, I guess the last thing that I was thinking about with life is uh, I want to do an episode for people who are spiritually exhausted. Because I'm spiritually exhausted. You know, um, it's either you take L's or even a win you take comes with so much baggage that it doesn't feel like a win. You know, um, and that's why I'm spiritually exhausted because I've either been taking L's or I've been coming across some draws. I'm not going to even call them win. I've been coming across some draws to where, yeah, you didn't lose, but you didn't win either. And I've been waiting so long for a win that I feel like is a win. You know, you have a lot of people who have things to say. You got your friends in your corner who have things to say. Uh, and they feel like motivation and encourages you and it just doesn't because in the same aspect or in the same, however you want to say it, because while they're trying to motivate you and encourage you, they're completely disregarding what's really going on inside of you. You know, they're ignoring the fact that you're hurting spiritually, that you're tired spiritually in the name of God, in the name of the Holy Ghost. You know, and this is something that uh, I was talking to my lady about again. We've been having some pretty decent conversations lately, and I like that. You know what I'm saying? But this is something that I was talking to my lady about again. And while I was telling telling her, I said, people need to know that it's okay for you to go to God and say, God, what you did really hurt me. You know what I'm saying? People need to know that it's okay to say that you're spiritually exhausted, to say that you're tired of trying to walk in faith and tired of trying to believe because nothing seems to work out. Now, granted, once you give your life to God, once you admit that you have, you believe in God, period, once you actually try to do something towards the kingdom, and, and let me say this, this episode is going to go a little bit long because I'm like actually just getting pumped up now, like for real, this is something that needs to be talked about and I feel the Holy Ghost with it. I'm going to sit up and say this like I said before, a lot of people cannot walk this walk. And this is the reason why so many people shame it. So many people shame trying to walk for God, live for God, because they don't have the strength to do it. And when I say they don't have the strength to do it, I ain't talking about them being alpha male or female. Again, I believe the alpha male female thing is crap. It's all bull crap, period. Uh, when I say they don't have the strength to do it, is that they don't have the strength to wake up every single day losing a battle and continue trying to go for the W. You know what I'm saying? What I'm saying is people would rather accept that they uh, are going to continue making mistakes instead of continuing trying to fix the mistakes. You'd rather accept those mistakes as being a part of who you are and not something you should overcome. There are millions of people out here like that who bash the kingdom because they don't have what it takes to stay in it. They don't have what it takes to continue to believe in something that you cannot see, touch, smell, or taste. 
But the only thing you can do or believe is that whatever this is that you're following knows what's best for you. They want too much control. It's difficult, extremely difficult to try to listen to something that you cannot hear. It's extremely difficult to try to believe in something that isn't giving you direct instructions. You have to figure out what to do. You have to figure out how God is talking to you. Every other spirituality out there lays everything out in plain sight. But when it comes to following God, when it comes to following Jesus, you got to figure out your path on your own. And what people would rather do is instead of trying to figure out their path and figure out their purpose in God, because of how difficult it is, they decide to do something else and take control of their lives. Self-empowerment. Self this, self that. I'm not saying self-empowerment isn't a thing even in the kingdom. But you have to understand one thing when you serve God. It's not about what you want. It's about what God can use you for. And that statement right there, and I'm going to say it again, it's not about what you want. It's about what God can use you for. A lot of people don't like the direction that it takes them in. So they decide to go another route, denounce God, believe in another spirituality. But it takes a different kind of beast to wake up every single day and say, God, what you want me to do? To not know what steps are going to take, what, what's the next step they have to take, but to sit up here and say, I know you want me to go this way, so that's the direction I'm going in. I kind of feel like that about me taking out digital cinematography. I have absolutely no idea why I'm taking this up. But I'll find out once I graduate. I know you heard me say earlier that I have things and I'm getting started. Yeah, and that's because I've been praying about that. I've been praying for direction. I've been praying for guidance. And these other things that I'm doing, is because I've gotten answers. I've been through the storm. I've been through the wilderness. I've been in and out of the frying pan. I know how to hear God. But a lot of people won't serve God because they don't know how to hear him. You know what I'm saying? But even in that same aspect, let me get back on topic. <laughs> even in that same aspect, you have to understand that all these emotions and feelings that you have will give you a better glimpse of who God really is than what you hear people say about God. You know, and I love telling this story. I haven't said this in a while, actually. Uh, think about when God created Adam. And as a matter of fact, if you need to go to Genesis and read when God created Adam, excuse me. Sorry about that. <laughs> if you need to go to Genesis and read about when God created Adam or... Just Google it. Find some story on how God created Adam. You'll see what I say when I say this. It feels good to say it again, actually. Adam it was completely built before he had life. You want to know what Adam looked like before God breathed life into Adam? Think about the last time you've been to a funeral. And think about how you saw that person laying there, how you saw that family member or that friend laying there, hopefully an open casket. But think about the last time you've been to a funeral and you've seen somebody dead to where they had skin, they had eyes, they had a nose, they had a mouth, they had fingernails, toenails, they had hair, they had all of this stuff. But they still did not have life. Even while they land, even with them land there now, you say they look peaceful. 
but they don't have any joy. They can't laugh, can't smile, they can't cry, they can't feel pain, they can't feel sorrow, they can't get angry. You know what I'm saying? All of that is what God put inside of Adam when God put his breath in Adam. When God breathed life into Adam, he gave him feelings. He gave him emotions. He gave him thoughts. He gave him doubts. You know what I'm saying? He gave him all of these things. And people can sit up here, you know, you can have your Bible scholars who will talk against this and say, well, really all of that happened when he ate from the fruit of the tree. No, 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 it didn't. No, no. Because in order for God to put some of his spirit in Adam, Adam already had those things instilled inside of him. What God did when he told him not to eat from the fruit of the tree of life, and Adam did it anyway, was it revealed all of these things that were still inside of him. But it only revealed what was already in Adam. It didn't put anything in Adam. It just revealed what was already there. But nevertheless, you need to stop taking your feelings and your emotions for granted. You need to quit feeling like your feelings and emotions are a part of your flesh and not a part of your spirit. Because they are a part of your spirit. They're a part of your soul. Once you learn that, you'll understand how to really connect with yourself. And you'll understand how to really connect with God. You'll understand how to better connect with people. You'll understand how to read people better. You know what I'm saying? And then you'll understand this last little nugget before I get out of here. Is I don't feel bad anymore when I feel bad. Because even the world has seasons. You got four seasons that's that, that, that we experience. Winter, spring, summer, and fall, just like that. You know what I'm saying? And you have um, Asian philosophy with the yin and yang saying there has to be a balance between good and there has to be a balance. But there has to be a balance between light and dark. I'm going to say it like that. There's a balance between light and dark. But the one thing I like about a yin yang symbol is where you see the white it, there's a little black dot in it. Where you see the black it, there's a little white dot in it. That means that even in light, there must be some type of darkness. And even in all the darkness, there must be some type of light. There has to be a balance of the two. You know what I'm saying? So we need to think of ourselves the same way. Uh, there, There's always going to be a balance to where we have days where we're happy. And we have days where we're sad. We have days to where we're joyous and days where we're in sorrow. But the beautiful thing about having this knowledge and accepting this knowledge is that in those days to where you feel sad and you have sorrow and even in your anger, if instead of pushing it to the side, if instead of ignoring those feelings, you actually address those feelings and ask why, it will bring forth more happier days. If you start addressing the fact that you are hurt and you admit and acknowledge that you are hurt and you are in pain, you start seeing more things about yourself than you could ever see by thinking that and pretending to be stronger than what you're going through, which will catch up with you eventually. So I want you to consider that. I want you to really consider addressing all the times that something feels off with you. Don't ignore those feelings anymore. Take the time to say, why am I feeling like this? What causes? Then get down to the root of it. When I tell you, you'll start realizing so much. You'll start realizing that you've been neglecting so much peace about yourself because society tells you, to ignore the negative when in reality you need to address the negative and appreciate the negative just as much as you do the positive. It's peace there, brother. It's peace there, sister. 
and I want you to get it. I ain't all the way there yet, but I'm getting there. I don't mind walking by myself, but I do want some people to come with me to real, true freedom. Freedom of the mind, body, spirit, soul, heart, lungs, or whatever. <laughs> Let me stop. Uh, but that's it. This episode went a little bit longer than expected. Um, a lot of things that I'm talking about are stuff that blesses me. And I hope it blesses you too. But anyway, man, if you do like what I'm saying, I am trying to grow to grow this channel. Send this to somebody who you feel like needs to listen to it. If you need to cut it and send them a clip, cut it, clip it and send them a clip of it, tell them to go to where you can to listen to the whole thing. Eventually, I had this up on YouTube. I understand everybody doesn't have uh, the pod being out, but in that retrospect, my app, my uh, you can tell them to find the comfort zone from me on every podcast channel there is i'm on apple play now i'm on google play uh, i have a couple other others that i can't name right now i need to look it up i'm on iHeartRadio. radio like we we spread and the reason why i chose this pod being app is because uh the paying a small fee it puts my uh episodes on every other podcast uh, channel or app out there. Uh, but if they don't want to download the podcast, Podbean app, I'm on every major podcast uh, station that you can go to. Eventually, I'll be able to put this on SoundCloud as well. And when I start like actually recording my episodes, you'll be able to catch the video version of it on YouTube if you just want to look at my pretty face and uh teeth that need some work until i get that work done but i guarantee you this <laughs> when i get my teeth fixed y'all gonna hate me <laughs> i ain't even lie y'all gonna hate me because you're gonna see me everywhere when i get my teeth fixed to god be the glory but uh it's your boy conquer jones coming at you with another episode of uh the comfort zone remember my five favorite things stay focused stay faithful stay true to yourself Treat others how you want to be treated and give God the respect that God deserves. I love you. I'll see you next week. Peace.